Welcome to Chosen, a Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Angel watch-through podcast. I am the watcher of the show, filled with infinite wisdom and knowledge to guide my Slayer through her first ever viewing of Buffy and Angel. My name is Mel B, and this week I am joined by a Slayer whose emotions I forgot to check before we started, but who shall be shamed for not doing her Slayer diaries, Marissa. Hi, Marissa. Hi, Mel. Um, I'm not sure how I feel this week. I'm kind of all over the place. Shame. I'm sorry. Shame. Yeah. <laughs> I meant I meant to do a Slayer Diaries, and then it's been a couple weeks, so I forgot. So my bad. Yeah. Yeah, life, life's like that for us. Didn't yeah. we record last week? No, we did not. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. My life's like this at the moment. This is Forgetting life. whether or not you record is your life? Oh, just things. So much things going on. I'm behind at uni by a week and a half. Oof. And I kind of got to catch up because I've got an assessment. Uh, Oof. Which is a short answer quiz I found out. It just says quiz and they're always multiple choice. But a friend who's done this subject goes, oh, heads up, that quiz is actually short answer. I hate short answer. Me too. I also hate extended response. So. <laughs> I just I just hate testing. <laughs> also that. <laughs> but anyways, um, that is not what we are here to talk about, is it? It's not, I don't think. Unless you change the podcast without telling me. Yeah. <laughs> the podcast is now just Mel and Marissa talking for an hour and a half about stuff in their lives that they do and do not like. I'm not sure how uh, entertaining that would be to people. To be honest, I don't know. maybe we would get more listeners. Oh, that would be depressing. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, um, we recap where we were last week uh, with Warren and his gang trying to rob a bus. No. Uh, Jonathan and Andrew got arrested while Warren made an escape, only to turn up at Buffy's house and shoot her and accidentally shoot Tara. Yep, and she dead. So that sucks. Um, so didn't need a recap, but there you go. This is how we do things here. Um, mm-hmm. We have the guys in the EMS truck. He, the guy driving looked like he was in it to win it and save people's lives. So he looked like he knew what he was doing. So they arrive, and Xander apparently had his wits about him enough to call um, 911. So good for him. For once. Um Oh. So they go back there and they're like, uh, she should be okay, but we should probably get her to the hospital because she might die. Yeah. Gun, yep. Gunshot wounds are not fun, I've heard. <laughs> That's what I'm told. I never experienced one myself. That's what but, I'm saying. Uh, I've never experienced one either, but I'm told they ain't great. Well, we, we uh, yeah. Later on, we uh, get firsthand knowledge of how not fun they are. Anyway, so... We get a shot of Willow crying over Tara's dead body. Um, then she completely freaking snaps. With the, the eyes that are all like black and the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And she calls upon... Osiris. Osiris. The the god of death or something. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, so she calls upon him and she wants to save Tara and this dude's like, um, actually you can't because it was a natural passing. So apparently you can't resurrect somebody that dies 
normally I that's the demarcation line that they've decided to draw. Okay, I guess. But she's super mad. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I get it. Like, you know, Buffy died jumping um, into that portal vortex, so it was magical means. While, yeah. um, yeah, Terra yeah. unfortunately died by a gunshot wound from a human. Yeah, I guess. I just thought that was a strange demarcation line to make. Whatever. Hmm. Um, but she yells and it, the god Osiris person disintegrates well not disintegrates because he wasn't really there it was like a cloud i don't know his cloud dissipates there you go there's words that should have been used um so buffy is loaded up into the ambulance slash van that they have and willow walks out and she just goes how did this happen and xander's like uh warren shot her that's how this happened. And the ambulance guy is like, are you coming with us? Because we're got, we kind of got to go. So, uh, he gets into the ambulance to ride with Buffy to the hospital while Willow walks off into the distance. Yep. And Xander doesn't realize, of course, what's happened to Tara. No, I don't know why he didn't question why she has blood on her shirt, but okay. I was, well, I'd say shock. Like, imagine being in that situation. You're covered in blood. Buffy's covered in blood. Oh, Willow's covered in blood too. Cool. But we're all the same. We all yeah, match. Yeah, like, it wouldn't, it wouldn't register. Yeah. And I think that's what just didn't register for him. Right. Um, we cut to the uh, police station where yeah. Jonathan and, An- and Andrew are having a grand old time talking about how... Um, Jonathan doesn't want to be made anyone's butt monkey, so there's that. They like the little ones, small hands like their girlfriends. Sure. Sure, that's, that's fine. But apparently that guy that was sitting in the jail cell had some missing speeding tickets or something. Yeah, parking, parking tickets or traffic tickets, they said. Yeah. So, Andrew is convinced that, uh, Warren is coming for him, and I was like, Warren ain't coming for you, bro. Sorry to break Sorry it to, to you. Tell you. He's glad to be away from the two, the likes of you two. Um, and Jonathan's like, you were going to leave me behind to take the fall for you. And, and Andrew's like, no, we weren't. I was going to carry you. I was like, you don't got the upper body strength to carry anybody. So don't start with me. Start with me with that nonsense. Nice try. Nice try. Yeah. Andrew. Yep. Um, we have the, the worst person ever in life, Warren, walking into the, uh, demon bar Mm. and starts to like talk some, talk some nonsense around these vampires. He tries to talk to a vampire while he's watching his program, which you never do. Do not become between those two things. We, we know because we've seen Spike interrupted during his programs and stuff. Passions. Passions. Never interrupt passions. Though I'm with this vampire and his crocodile documentary. I'm here for it. (laughs) I was wondering. I was like, um, that looks very interesting. I would be into that. Um, so basically Warren's like, I thought you guys would like want to buy me a drink because I kind of got rid of the Slayer for you. And they're Mm -hmm. like, what? He goes, I killed the Slayer. And the vampire's like, how? And he goes, 
because the guy at the barman asks him what kind of warlock he is. He goes, I'm not. I'm just a criminal. Yeah, I love it. He's like, oh, I delved into that. But you know what I found really works? Gun. And they're like, you shot the Slayer. And he's like, sure did. Pew, pew, pew. Finger guns. Because yep. he's into at guns. First, at first they're like kind of interested. But then when he gives more details, they're just like, eh. <laughs> and so apparently there was a news report about a girl that got shot in her backyard randomly in broad daylight. And she survived and she's on her way to the hospital. Yep, so, and Slayers heal fast. Real apparently. fast. And not, as fast as, not as fast as Buffy does this episode, but... <laughs> not normally, but we'll take what we can get. But the vampire goes... Because um, Warren says something about how it's our town now, or something, and the vampire goes, ours, maybe. You are screwed. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Uh, She's going to murder you with her own hands. So it's fine. Get these hands. (laughs) She's going to serve up some hot hands. Anyway. So we have uh, Ice Cold Willow walking up into the magic box. (laughs) And basically Anya's like, Willow, what happened? She goes, basically, don't try to stop me, Anya. You'll only force me to hurt you. So she, like, puts a freezing spell on her to make her stand still. She summons all of the dark magic books and sucks them, sucks the words out to strengthen herself? Yep, to get all the magic. She okay. just took all the magic. Sure. Kind of like, um, I read this thing, which is a comparison. This is actually almost exactly the same time, like a, a year to the day, as when Terra was attacked by Glory back in season five. Yeah. And um, Willow's reaction. Okay, go ahead. ahead. Remember when her brain got suckered? Yes. Yeah. And Willow's reaction then was to run to the magic box and steal one book Mm -hmm. to try and make herself more powerful and to attack Glory. So her reaction is the same. Yeah. So cyclical, you might say. Yes. Anyway, so she sucks all the, the dark magic out of these books, and her hair turns black, so oh, okay. I was kind of digging it, though. <laughs> Not gonna lie. Kind of like the black hair on cool. Willow. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we cut to Dawn coming home, just having no clue that anything has happened. And she's like, Poor anybody Dawn. home? That was my Dawn impression. I did a pretty good job, I think. Yeah, yeah, sound just like her. <laughs> And she goes upstairs. I was like, no, no, no. That's a bad decision. Don't do that. And the fact that Willow left Tara's body there was hella irresponsible. I get that she's like traumatized and like on rage, but really irresponsible. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) But um, uh, Dawn gets to find Tara's dead body just laying in the middle of the room. So that's that's good. Yep. Totally how you want to do it. Mm-hmm. It's going to go real well for everybody. Uh, we get Warren in the uh, Warlock drug den. And Steven Tyler's there, so that's exciting. I love how you rename characters. Yes, you know this about me. <laughs> so uh, I just said I really hope it messes you up, Warren. I really, really do, because I want you dead. So 
Um, so Steve and Tyler takes him in the back room and is like, what are you here for? And he goes, I have money. I need you to protect me. And he was like, that's not how this works. It's not how any of this works. <laughs> he doesn't understand how any of this works. And he goes, you want protected from the witch. And he goes, what? He goes, no, 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 I need protection from the Slayer. He goes, the Slayer is the least of your worries. Yeah. You need to be worried about the witch. You killed her girlfriend. <laughs> you suck. Yeah, he's like, there's somebody else who's dead. So it's like, someone is stone cold. There we go. Keeping keeping with the theme. Yep. And, yeah, I love um, how Warren's just, like, giving Rake all his, Rack, sorry, Steve and Tyler all his money. Yep. He's just like, do something for me. Yep. So he's like, here, have this spell. This will do something for you. It'll be great. Because he said, I can't guarantee anything. Not this time. That girl is running on pure fury. I've never felt anything like it. Warren, you dead. That's all I got to say about it. Um, so we're at the hospital and randomly they're doing surgery on Buffy and like Xander is outside the window watching it happen. So cool. Cause that's how that, that's how that works. Um, yeah. And then there's like what initially can be thought to be a power surge, but not it's super dark magic up in this bitch. Yep. So and Willow's there. Willow. Yes. In black. Yeah. How did she change so quickly? Or did the she did the hard. um did the dark <laughs> magic infest her clothes as well? That's what She's I She's magical. She she might have just like changed it. Maybe. Interesting. Anyway, so she's just like, get out to the doctors that are trying to save Buffy's life because she's slowly going downhill. And she basically uh levitates the bullet out of Buffy and heals her. So you can heal someone on the brink of death. Yeah. But you can't bring someone back that's died from being shot. Yeah. Uh, and it makes because sense. Because technically Buffy's heart stopped. Yeah. But she was still alive. So I think it's the soul has the soul left the body. Okay, loophole McGee. I see you. <laughs> it works. Has the soul left the body? Well, loophole McGee is uh, what's his face's name? The guy that the guy that wrote this stupid show. Not stupid, <laughs> but why can't I think of his name? What the... Like what? Creator of the show. Oh, total creator, Joss Whedon. There you go, Joss Whedon. Loophole McGee is his other name. <laughs> anyway, since I rename everybody else around these pl- around these parts. So, yeah. So, um, nobody questions. Nobody had questioned Willow up to this point what the hell was going on with her hair and her clothes. Nobody ever really mentions her hair, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, I think like, we should. Guys, 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 guys. She's a redhead. Just, just putting it out there. Did you guys not notice that the hair... Different? No? Okay. <laughs> this is fine, I guess. Um, and so Buffy wakes up and she's better, I guess. Because yeah. Xander goes, are you okay? She goes, sure. <laughs> I love her. 
So basically, Willow's like, we have to go. And how anybody let Buffy walk out of the hospital, I'll never understand. I know, I right. Fine. It's fine. Whatever. We don't, we don't, uh, adhere to no release forms here. So Warren is going to get on a bus and go away to Mexico. Good plan. I guess. Mexico's, isn't Mexico, sorry, not in America here. <laughs> isn't Mexico where everyone in America says they're going to flee when they're on the run? Uh, Yes. But I'd rather go to Canada, to be completely honest with everybody. Yeah. But it's also closer for me. So maybe it's relative to where you are, where you say you're going to run away to. Anyway. Yeah. So he uh, is getting on a bus. And I'm like, "Ah, not sure how well that's going to work out for you, buddy, but okay. And Xander is driving his car. Buffy's in the passenger seat and Willow's in the backseat being in charge. And uh, Buffy's like, we're not going to kill Warren. We can't. That's not how this works. We don't kill people. <laughs> I don't like this. And he go- she goes, sometimes you don't have a choice in the matter. <laughs> okay. But yeah, kind of she's, yeah, she's like, you know, black magic isn't bad. I used it to save you kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Let me do what I want to do. Um, not my real They mom. still don't know Tara's dead at this point also. Side note, um, we go on a little off-roading fun, and the bus is on the way. So Willow gets out and stands in the middle of the road and makes the bus slow down and stop right in front of her. Yep. And she, I don't know, does she magic Warren off the bus? Um... I thought he came down with, like, his hands up kind of thing. I don't know. Well, it was also um, not Warren. It was a robot. Yeah. It, War- it was Robot Warren. So that's smart because Willow did grab the throat and squeeze until one of the eyes popped out. Because hmm. I thought it was real. And then I was like, oh, no, well, I guess not. So smart, I guess. Um. And then we finally get why Willow is doing all of this. It's not because of Buffy. It's because Tara's dead. Yep. And everyone is shocked. And but Willow sums it all up by saying, she's dead. Now he's dead, too. I mean, okay. She starts to walk away because she's going to go find Warren where he really is. And Xander said, you said it yourself, Will. The magic's too strong. There's no coming back. And she goes, I'm not coming back. Yeah, she's just done. She has nothing to live for in her eyes now. Mm -hmm. It's all about terror and terror is gone. It's going to be quite the issue. Mm. Um, And so Willow disappears and Buffy and Xander decide that they probably go back to the house. They get in there and she's looking for Dawn because Dawn should be home by now because it's real dark outside. And Mm -hmm. I I wondered for a minute where Dawn went. I was like, where would she realistically go? And I thought Spikes. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, that's the person she would go to if she needed somebody. Well, you, you, you are right of where she would want to go. Yeah. 
But she actually was sitting in the room the whole time. Because mm. she didn't want to leave Tara alone. And she just says, I don't understand. And, like, breaks down entirely. She's breaking my heart. Mm. And... So I guess Xander calls people to remove Tara's body, and they do. And I wrote down there's been too much death in this house, but isn't it just like two? Um, all the demons and stuff they've killed in the house. Okay, that I'd I'd, I'd count that as there's a lot of death going around. Okay, that makes more sense, I guess. But it's just like two people. Two people have died in that house. I don't know. That's all I gotta say. Yeah. But yeah, uh, all I can think, yeah, the only two protagonists have been Joyce and Tara, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, and Joyce's picture was in the background of the scene that they next have in the living room. Hmm. Never really noticed it before. It's probably been there, but just kind of oh, stuck out to worry, me. Don't worry, I haven't noticed it either. But now that you point <laughs> it out, I'm like, oh. Yeah. Um, so they're having a discussion, and I guess they fill Dawn in on everything that's been happening. And they just, uh, someone says, Warren's a dead man if she finds him. And Don goes, good. I'd do it myself if I could. Yep. I'm with her. And then Xander's like, out of the mouths of babes. I was like, (laughs) the only person that has a level head in this situation is Buffy. And she just got shot. So what does that say about everybody else? Exactly. Um, Yeah. But... Also, some oh, someone says something to Buffy, and she says that she does not have a license to kill. And I said, if you were 007, you would. So yeah, she's so looking into that. So I'm just like, hee <laughs> Um, and so they are talking about how magic's a thing, and they have to figure out like this whole thing with Willow because this is bad. This is real, real bad. Yes. Very, Um, very bad. Not good. Yeah. Xander's like, I've had blood on my hands all day, blood of people I love, and I don't want to anymore. Mm -hmm. And Buffy's like, well, if Warren dies and we could have saved him, you'll also have his blood on your hands. So how does that make you feel? Okay. Guess that's true. Um, Buffy is always taking care of Willow. Um, She just wants her to be safe and happy and... But now she's protecting Willow from herself instead of protecting her from everybody else. Yep. Willow Willow is the the villain. <laughs> yes. Um, and so Dawn wants to go with Buffy and Xander to find Willow. And Buffy's like, there's no way in God's green earth or anywhere else that you're going with us. And she goes, fine. I want to go to Spike's. And Xander's like, what? <laughs> yeah. And Buffy's like, Okay. We'll go to Spikes. Yeah. Um, the they whole don't know that he's so, left yet. No. Yeah. So it well, Xander says like the other night or something, but it was the night before. So last night that Spike attacked Buffy. Yeah. It's, there's we, still a lot of stuff going on. He doesn't know what day it is yeah. anymore. We'll, we'll we'll talk about uh time and everything at the end because there is no way Spike made it to Africa. In that time, unless he was teleported. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Anyway. Um, so, anyway, she wants to go to Spike's, and Buffy's like, cool. And 
Xander's like, uh, probably not. And she goes, <laughs> Dawn will only feel safe with Spike. And that's all I really care about right now. Yeah, and Spike cannot actually hurt Dawn. Right. Only, only emotional scarring, no physical. <laughs> yeah. Um. So we have Willow. She has her shirt that has Tara's blood on it, and she does a little nifty yep. spell to make the blood into a map to show her where Warren is. That's nifty. Yep. Um, we go to Spike's crypt, and Clem is there. Yeah, best. Clem's watching the place. I love Clem. He's just like, hi! <laughs> He's so excited. He's like, people! He reminds me of Host, and I think that's why I like him so much. <laughs> Host is cooler than Clem. I know. Clem's kind of cute s- and sweet, but Host yeah, is just... Yeah, but in the same, like, general frame, like, they're... They're you demons. Know, demons, but they're nice and they're funny and they're they're just there to help and just, oh. yeah. I do wonder what Clem is though. Do we know? If we don't, that's fine. I just don't know what well, he is. Well, uh, no, I do not have a name for okay. what kind of demon he is. I can find one. I'm sure. It's okay. This. It's let's not, click it's... his name and see what comes up. Oh boy. Uh, peaceful, loose-skinned demon. Okay. <laughs> That's all they say is a loose-skinned demon. Dumb. His classification like a- is loose-skinned demon. Ooh. And if I hit that again... <laughs> humanoid demon species with loose skin and porcine, porcine, P-O-R-C-I-N-E, porcine features. Because it's saying porous. I know that, but yeah. Ooh. So, okay. That's okay. Yeah. Okay, Clem, yep. go off. He, he can release skin, snake-like tentacles from beneath the skin folds of his face to protect himself or to Ugh. scare off their opponents. Ooh, gross. Um, these like demons Clem, feed on emotions, particularly embarrassment. However, they can also consume other items. Clem, for example, ate kittens, but quit no. doing so for health and moral reasons. Oh, good. <laughs> But he was able to stop himself. It's a spoiler. I don't know when that happens. I don't know when that happens. I'm like, do we know that already and we've just missed it? Or it's does okay. that happen in season seven? I do know that he was from Kitten Poker. That's about all I know. Yeah. So it yeah. makes sense. Anyway. And then you just start hanging around Spike a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, Clem is crypt sitting for yep. Spike. And he's like, he didn't tell you he was leaving. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> And so Clem is the best because he's like, hey, yeah, Don can hang out with me and we can play like games and I'll share my snacks. It'll be great. He's so cute. <laughs> but um, Buffy asks where Spike went and when he'll be back. And he's like, don't really know. But we find out. I have thoughts. Ooh. Okay. Do we so want to get into your thoughts now? Oh, we will when we get to the end of this scene. Spike's in Africa. Okay. And he's just busting up into people's places, like nobody's business. He goes into this underground cave-like area that has like nice cave drawings all over the place. And he runs into this. I love his comment about the finger paintings. It's like, (laughs) these yours? They're real good. (laughs) And so he's talking to this winged demon 
and he's basically like, I need something from you because this bitch thinks she's better than me. And I was like, well, she is. Yeah. And it all started with the chip in his head. Yes. And he's talking about this, that, and the other. And the guy was like, you were once a dark warrior and you have allowed yourself to become castrated. Ouch. Ouch. So basically he's like, I'll champion, I'll do whatever it takes, but you can do your worst. But when I win, I get what I came here for. So. So. And you know how for a long, long time, Marissa said the hill she was going to die on is that Spike was going to get a soul? Yes. Anybody remember that? Okay. You remember how I stopped when I said that I had to pick between Spike getting a soul and Tara dying? So I picked Tara dying, and I was right? Yeah. Well, let's revisit the hill where Spike gets a soul. (laughs) Okay, we're back there. I think he. I think that's what he went there for, because he said things were going to be different, and if he can get a soul, that means he's different, and he can like really actually apologize and feel what he did when he almost tried to rape Buffy, and that's how that that he's going to get his self a soul, and he's going to go back there and be like, so this is what this is. Will you be with me now? So we're uh, back on the soul see. hill. We're yep. not on the take the chip out and have the Slayer of Slayers back. Nope. Okay. Here is my flag. I am planting it firmly in the Spike at the Soul Hill. Here we are. I claim this this hill in the name of Marissa. I don't know what I'm doing anymore. I'm going crazy. But this is what this is. And if you're wrong, do do you die? I hope not. I hope that's not how so this you works. Say, you keep saying you'll die on this hill. You know, it's a figure of speech. Is it? Um, yes. Okay. <laughs> oh, anyway. So, we have Xander and uh, Buffy going to the magic box, and Anya's finally starting to have that spell taken off of her. Starting to wear yep. off. Wear off was the word I was looking for. Um, and Suzander's like, can you tell us anything? And she goes, oh yeah, I can tell you a lot of things. She's out for vengeance and I can feel it. And he goes, is that like leftover from your uh, vengeance demon days? And she goes, not leftover. No, not leftover. And he went, oh, uh, when did that happen? She goes, when do you think? <laughs> Valid. <laughs> bitch, please. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but Buffy comes in, she goes, can you tell me anything? And she goes, Willow is all wrathy. And, um, yes, I can help you find her. And I will only help you because it's Willow. Yep. Willow. Because everyone loves Willow deep down inside. Willow is the Fred of Buffy. Yeah, we established that, and then I made you pick Willow or Fred, and you picked Fred. I did. That's true. <laughs> anyway. Uh, Anya, I still like Anya. Anya is the bigger person, and the fact that she's willing to help them, even though she claims it's only for Willow, is huge. I like her. Yep. Still her Anya. 
Um, we have Warren running through the woods and Willow walking through the woods, trying to catch She's up with him. She's just so calm. Oh, yeah. Ice cold. And then all of a sudden he uh, swings an axe at her back. And that's mm. when I went to commercial break. Mm. And I was like, you have got to be effing kidding me. <laughs> I was very upset. Uh. I almost uh, messaged you and was like, if Willow's dead, I'm going to be super mad. But then then I just watched the, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, you fine. watched the ad and kept moving on. Oh, yeah. Um, so she's not dead. She pulls the axe out and she's like, that's not going to cut it. And Warren's like, well, crap. Then he takes out a um, flying bomb box, looked like a boxy snitch from Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. So I was very confused for a minute, but it's a bomb. Um, but she is able to like, like free, not freeze it, but keep it from blowing up in her face. I don't know. It's a whole thing. Yep. Warren does throw something at her that turns out to be, like, clear flubber. Yeah, she's, like, stuck in a gel. Yeah, but... that's, but... like, a really only a temporary solution. Yeah, I was like, you might slow her down with clear flubber, but you can't stop her. Nope. And, um, she makes these vines and stuff, uh, like, tie him up. Yeah, restrain him. Mm-hmm. Like, restrain, exactly. Um, <laughs> and she's just like, we need to have a discussion. Yep. And she goes, she said something, and then she goes, she wasn't your, f- the first, she wasn't the first yeah. girl you killed. It's because, yeah, Warren's there, and he's like, I'm going to escape, and when I do... I'm going to, like, you know, kill everyone you love, kind of, that kind of threatening, and he's not mm-hmm. scared. I think he calls her a bitch and stuff. Oh, yeah. And then she's she sort of tweaks and goes, you've killed before. Yep. And, uh, what is her name? His girlfriend. Oh, that he Katrina. Killed. Katrina. Katrina come like, I guess a ghost, not really a ghost, apparition of Katrina comes out and is like talking to him and says I should have strangled you in your sleep. I always forget how hot she was. She was really freaking pretty. Anyway, she said I should have strangled you in your sleep when we when we uh, you know, shared a bed. That would make everything so much simpler. Uh, we have rescue team Scooby, uh, as in Buffy, Xander, and Anya trying to find Willow and they're getting close. And then Willow does this whole big, long, drawn-out thing. She um, opens up his shirt, and she takes the bullet that she had taken from Buffy? Yes? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep, okay. yep. I was just like, did she? Yes, she did. She took it out of Buffy's body. I wasn't sure if it if she had taken the one out of yeah, Willow. Yeah, sure uh, Willow, did. Tara, or if it no, was no. the one for Buffy. Because the, bu- okay. the, the bullet was levitated out of Buffy, and I'm pretty sure she grabbed it. Right. Um, but then it disappeared. We didn't know where it went. Mm. Um, so she takes the bullet that was inside of Buffy. She goes, want to know how a, how a bullet feels, Warren? A real one? And she basically explains all the things that are going to happen to him. Like, it'll puncture his lung and make him feel like he's drowning, and then it will embed itself into his spinal cord and this, that, and the other thing. 
and she's slowly making the bullet go into his chest as she's talking about this. He's screaming, but she stitches his mouth shut. Yeah. (laughs) And she's making this big, long speech, and she goes, you took her light away from me, from the world. Yep. And she takes the stitches off of his mouth, and he goes, I'll do anything. I'm so sorry. I'll do anything. Just stop. And he goes, your friends will stop you. You know you don't really want to do this. And she was like... Bored now. Huh? Yeah. So, yeah. um, Bored now. So she rips all of his fucking skin off and then um, makes him burst into flames as Buffy, Xander, and Anya are standing there watching. And then she's Audi 5000 out of there. And this is real bad. She has one last line, though, before we go to credits. One down. So does that mean that she's gonna kill Jonathan and Andrew? Well, I will tell you, next episode's called Two to Go. <laughs> uh, okay, well. um, Yep. So, the whole thing with the bullet, there's this whole critique on it. That it is factually inaccurate. Uh, where is it? Oh, boy. Um, so, one, just the size of the bullet changes in different shots, just as a thing that got picked up. And after she skins him alive, there's no bullet hole in the skinless body. Oh. But she says, I, uh, she says that his lungs would have been perforated and filled with blood, and she can't have actually got into that part because he wouldn't have been able to beg for his life or scream if, if he even remained conscious once blood started getting into his lungs. Okay. There you go. But yeah. Okay, people. Um, yeah. Um, anyways, how do you feel? Well, one, I'm glad the Warren's gone. Let's get that out of the way because he was the worst, but I don't think that he should have had to suffer like that. Couldn't he have just, like, gotten run over by a bus or something? (laughs) Bit of karma rather than, you know, summary execution. (laughs) Yeah. um, I'm worried about Willow. Hmm. Um, I worry that, that, I mean, obviously she's broken. um, Because Tara's deed. And I don't know how you come back from being a psychotic killer yeah with dark magic yeah well we'll save the rest for your predictions for next week yeah and um, and steven tyler seems scared of her and that that probably freaks me out more than a lot of other things yeah yeah i can say that Oof. um yeah yeah, he, he was like, I can't protect you to Warren. I don't like, want here's to some touch stuff. That. Here's some stuff, but it ain't really going to help you. Like, it might give you time to run away. Maybe. Maybe. It, it didn't work very well. Um, so, the international titles. Thunders of Revenge. Rage, 
The Revenge. What's Thunders of Revenge? The French. Hmm. Good job, French. And Rage was German and The Revenge was the Portuguese in Brazil. Nice. Um, so, what did you rate it? Um, well, I thought it was a pretty good episode, even though the end made me squeamish. <laughs> um, I think I'm going to go with a, hmm. I'm going to go with a 10. Yep, I'm right behind you on that. It's okay. a really strong episode. Um, definitely a bridging episode. You can tell there's more to come in this plot. This plot isn't over. You, you don't say. <laughs> um, your favourite moment? The, okay, my favorite moment has to be with Clem because he was the only bright spot in this entire freaking episode. I love how you always want your bright your bright spot your um favorite moment to be a happy one. There's so much sadness in this stupid show. Why can't I want to be happy? No, but um no, I I agree with you. Just that yeah, Clem looking after Spike's crypt for him and everything. It was very cute. And, like, he's happy to look after Dawn. He's like, hey, you can have the comfy chair. Nice. Score. Yeah. And your character shout out. Oh, boy. Okay. My character shout out this week is going to go to Buffy. Because. Damn it. <laughs> because even though she got shot, she didn't want Warren to die. She tried everything in her power to save her. I mean, save him. And yep. she had just gotten shot. Um, and I, I don't think it's so much that she doesn't want Warren to die as she doesn't want Willow to kill him. Potato, potato. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, if, if there was an actual act of karma, she would have been like, hmm. But it's because Willow is it's Willow. putting herself yeah, in danger. Um. Mine is also going to Buffy um, for, as I was just explaining, protecting Willow, trying to protect Willow. She's just being shot and, like, everything's going on, but she's like, no, I've got to look after my best friend. Mm -hmm. So, yep. yeah. Um, next week's episode is called, as I said, Two to Go. Um, there's going to be more Willow using dark magics. She's going to break Jonathan and Andrew out of jail and hold them hostage and uh, torture or kill them or something to that effect. So Why it's more Willow being a villain. Hostage? Huh? Why would she hold them hostage? Because hostages means you're trying to get something else. Uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> well, no, just holding them against their will. And so you think, you think she'll make them die slow deaths? Um, yes. Okay, do you think they will die? I hope Andrew does, but Jonathan does not. <laughs> Poor Andrew. 
feel sorry for Andrew. Oh, but he can, he'll be in the afterlife with Warren. That's what he really wants. Yeah. He's so in love with Warren, and that's why I feel so sorry for him. Yeah, it sucks. But Jonathan actually changed his mind at the last minute and didn't want to be a part of Warren's nonsense and did help Buffy defeat Warren. Um, so, yeah. I hope he doesn't die. Okay. Um, well, we will see what happens next week, I suppose. I should ask, what's going to happen with Willow? So we've now got two episodes to go in the season. Um, okay. Well, she's gone off the deep end, as we've talked about. Um, so she's going to keep using her dark magic, obviously, next week with the whole Jonathan Andrew debacle. And I think we're going to end this season probably with Willow. I want to say she takes off. So you think Willow flees after exacting revenge? Mm Mm-hmm. Because at this point... I don't think she really has any ties to the people that she loves because she's just so distraught over losing Tara that she's just like, "Eh, I'm just going to get out of here because this sucks. Is she still going to be full of dark magic when she runs away? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, Mm. yes. So, projecting ahead... Sorry, I'm going to have to, like, go with this theory. What do you think would happen in the next season, then, with her? Or do you think we wouldn't see Willow again? Next season's the last season, isn't it? Yes. Oh, my God. Already? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I know. Um, I would like to think that... That wouldn't make sense, then. Um, I'd like Willow to be in the last season. That'd suck if she wasn't. Maybe we'll spend the first part of the season trying to get Willow back then, and then she's back, and... But I don't know. Because they wouldn't feel comfortable with her being around doing things. Because of the the skinning Warren alive nonsense. (laughs) Um, I really don't know. I'd have to think on it. Well, I suppose the question comes... Can she be forgiven and can she be redeemed? Or would she or would she be unable to come back to being a good character? It would take a lot for her to come back at all. This might be last the last Willow. How do we have a season of Buffy without Willow? Now I'm, now I have, I have a crisis of conscience. (laughs) I have my Willow Pop figure sitting right here and I don't know how we would go without her. It's Willow. She's been around since day one. (sighs) Pish tosh. I don't understand any of this. So do you think we're going to be without Willow? I'm going to say yeah. Okay. That sucks. So she'll 
finish what she started and flee and that will be the end of her for this. Unless she comes back in, like, the finale. Buffy needs her for some nonsense. (laughs) And she comes back to help out. I don't know. (laughs) It's one of those things. All right. Should should we just... (coughs) Excuse me. I was trying to hold that coffin. No, it's okay. Um, Shall we move on then to Angel and his debacle in a new world order? Oh my goodness, it's a, a new world. It's not NWO. No, it's not, but I just like, wanted to say new world order, okay? <laughs> okay, you do whatever I've you want. I've got the title right in front of me. All because, right. you know, it is a new world order. He now has a teenage son. So weird. Let's get into it. All right. So does this episode actually start in slow motion? Yes. <laughs> Dude, this whole episode had so much slow motion, I was concerned. Well, they're obviously super fast, and we couldn't see it if it wasn't. Duh. Well, of course. That's how that works. Well, gotta love a slow motion scene, though. So it starts yeah. off with that, and there's stakes flying all around. Okay, so basically Connor is fighting Angel, Gun, and Gru. All and holding time. his own. Yes! The kid is good. I'll give him that. Um, so Angel first wants to ask him questions, but then they're fighting. So Yeah, yeah. Connor's not like, here for chats. It's like, Angel just has a few questions before you off him. No? Okay. Um, and then Angel finally gets Connor on the ground and proceeds to punch his kid in the face. (sighs) Okay. Desperate times. Yeah, and he holds the sword to his throat, but then just, like, can't go through with it because it's freaking Connor. Like, I get it. Um, but if we're going to be honest, Gru looks more like Angel than Connor does, so. Oops. Um, and so Connor realizes that there is some things that he wasn't, uh, counting on. And so he gets out of there, runs into the sunlight because he does know Angel can't follow him there. Yep. And Angel tries though. Yeah, he does. But then they, uh, drag him back and they're like, you can't do this. He goes, I'm going into the, the sewers let me know where he is so that we can solve this thing. I don't think Connor has dealt has dealt with traffic very much. <laughs> he was like standing in the middle of the busy street and then jumps onto a bus. Yeah, he got on the bus. Yay, yay. But yeah, maybe, you know, in Quarthoth they didn't have cars. We don't know. Don't we? No, Wasn't we don't. Was that just a hell dimension? Yeah, it was a hell dimension. And judging by his clothes, they don't look like they were, like, very I didn't understand why people were making fun of his clothes the entire episode. He does they're kind of in like freaking, They're in freaking L.A. Everyone's dressed up as some nonsense. <laughs> anyway. It's the um, early 2000s. 
I guess. Um, so they're in AI and they're talking about Connor and all this stuff. And he was like, I don't understand how he's like a teenager. He's been gone two weeks and he was a baby. And yep. host is like, I'm less concerned with how he grew up that, and more why he came back. And that is something that should definitely be looked into. I'm with, I'm with Lauren. Always. Um, so we don't know why he came back. We don't know how this happened, but we're gonna figure it out. It's just gonna, it's gonna be just fine. Okay. Everybody just calm down. (laughs) Um, Groose. Okay. So they're going to all split up and go look for Connor. Uh, Angel's going to go down the sewers. Fred and Gunn are going to go do their thing. And uh, Cordy and Gru have to stay. Uh, and Lauren has to go talk to somebody or other. Yeah. So split up. Always the way to go. Yeah. But Gru says, we will not fail man he's trying so hard with Gru he's just the best um and then they notice that there's a uh, portal type nonsense in the lobby of their building (laughs) so uh, it's like let's close this thing it's probably not a good idea to leave this thing open because what else could come through this this hole in the space time continuum I'm sure nothing good which we find out later is the truth. Yep. Um, but Gru's like, Princess, perhaps your newfound powers can seal it shut. I She's love like, that he still calls her Princess. I know. He's so cute. Um, so Cordy's like, Sure. She's like, I command you to close. Nothing happened. She's like, I gave it a shot. I got nothing. <laughs> so they're uh, hosts. Ho- this is where host is going to go find someone he knows can close it. Yeah. But there's a guy with all everyone. hands. Mm. Like all hands. He's got like 50 of them. Anyone know sign language? No? Okay. <laughs> um, and Fred, in her infinite wisdom, is like, well, there's somebody else that maybe could help us to close the portal. And Wes is like, we're not going to Wesley. Yep. And she's like, she, it's almost like she wanted to say, I wasn't going to say Wesley, but everyone knows. Yeah. But yeah, Gunn reveals to her that, you know, he went there and Wesley won't help them. And she's like, you went to Wesley for me. I was like, yeah, he did, because he loves you and you're the best friend. So. Yeah, he'll do anything for you. Yep, but he doesn't want anybody else ever coming over to his apartment. You know who does show up, though? Lila. Lila. What the ever-loving hell are you doing here? Was my question. <laughs> um, so Wesley and her are talking, and she asks, did did um, his throat getting cut cut his sense of humor? Because he's just kind of standing there staring at her dead-faced. And he goes, I find you being here very funny. And she goes, how's that? And he goes, because you're going to offer me a job. <laughs> Not wrong. It's quite the plot oh. twist. Oaken. Um, and she like tries to bribe him with saying they have all of these books. Yeah, she gives things. him this like ultra rare book, and he's like, "I've read it." 
Yeah. She gave him Dante's Inferno. In which, the original um, it's not It's not a first Tuscan. edition, but it's, like, from forever ago. Yep. I like Dante's Inferno. I've never read it. <gasps> Melanie. I had to call you by your full name because yeah, how dare yeah. you. I'll, I'll add it to my Kindle, I guess. I've got to finish A Portrait of Dorian Gray, which I was reading in America. I just yep. cannot. I'm just like slowly pulling through it as I do uni. I've been doing a lot of audio books, lots of podcasts. Understood. But yeah, um, Dante's Inferno, super good. I read it in high school. So yeah, you should you should give it a try. Um, but yeah, she goes, "Have you read it?" And he goes, "Many times," and just tosses this super rare, super old book over on the tape or whatever. <laughs> and so they talk about um, <coughs> brief his brief lesson, literature lesson. Um, Dante's Inferno is about this guy who gets basically a tour through hell. And there are nine yep. levels of hell, each in a descending order of how terrible you are. Yep. So there, there's one section, like, for people that, you know, just lied. Or there's people that came before Christ so they couldn't be saved, but they can't actually be punished. And this whole thing. So all down to level nine. And level nine is ice. The devil encased mm-hmm. in ice. And he has three mouths, each reserved for the three most terrible people ever. And yeah. Lila asks him, who is in the center mouth? And That's before the, before he answered, I said Judas, right? Mm-hmm. Nailed it. Because um, <laughs> Judas is the one that betrayed uh, Jesus. So yep. he sucks. For 30 pieces of silver. And now I just kind of want to know who the other two are. And I didn't look it up. And I don't remember it from when I read it. So shame on me. Uh, you can do that for me. But basically yeah. Lila is using this to say. The fact that you betrayed your friends. Makes you terrible. So why don't you come work for us and be terrible with us? <laughs> so yeah. And I was like Wesley don't do it. Don't do it. But she leaves, and I think Wesley's eventually going to do it, but that's that's neither here nor there. Um, we have... Um, yeah? Who so, are the other two? there's Antonora, uh, the Trojan prince, who... Like the whole Helen of Troy prince? Yeah. Um, yes. He was the one in favor of returning Helen to the Greeks. Ah. And, yeah. Um, Ptolomina, uh, the captain of Jericho. Um, da, 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 da. Oh. So there's lots of information. And when Jericho fell? That guy? Yeah. Okay. And then the – so Ptolomina, Mia, is for two, so the captain of Jericho and Petlemy, the twelfth brother of Cleopatra, who arranged the Roman general Pompey to seek refuge. Dang. And yeah, that led to her death. I'm pretty sure. Hmm. So there you go. They're the, they're the, in the three mouths. Nice. And obviously Judas. He the worst. <laughs> 
Yeah, anyway, so uh, I told Wesley not to do it, blah, blah, blah. We have Connor riding on top of a bus. Super good, like, green screen work. Solid. Couldn't tell. Um, and they, people that see him, call him Robin Hood. Because <laughs> that's kind of what he looks like. Good, I guess? Okay. Um, and so they're, you know, searching for him and trying to track him down. And Angel and Gunner on the phone. And he goes, what if we find him before you do, since you're, you know, stuck in the sewers until the sun goes down? And he goes, he's my son, and he's alive. He's alive, and he's going to stay that way. You tell him. Okay. I, Gun, I'm not sure how Gunn feels about the whole Connor thing, to be honest with you. Yeah, well, I think he, um, you know... Connor is dangerous, and that's all he can see. He's like, I get it, it's your kid, but it's not really. He's a teenager now, and you didn't raise him, and he's raising hell. Yes. That's all he knows, though. So. Mm. Anyway. Um, I was like, yeah, we get it. He's a piece of work, but he's Angel's kid, so this is how this is. And... Uh, Connor's just walking around. He hears, he overhears this fight between this drug dealer and his client. She's trying to sell him like CDs to cover the cost of heroin. This, this episode made me very uncomfortable at parts because mm. of my past. Not me personally. Yeah. I, okay, everyone, just so you're not confused, I never did heroin, but I uh, was with someone that did. And he stole lots of money from me, and he's the worst person ever. That's all. Yep. I didn't want people to think yeah. that I was a drug addict, or had been. <laughs> I don't judge, but just saying. Anyway, moving <laughs> yeah. on. You so don't he, judge, but you would rather people did not think of you that way. Well, yeah. And I'd rather people yeah. not do it because it ruins your life and the people mm. around you's lives. Like Connor in this episode. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so... Connor, because he's Angel's son and can't help but help the helpless, um, intervenes because the guy isn't going to give her anything for these CDs and, like, throws them away. Then she hits him. And then he's like, you can pay it off in the back of my car. Originally thought he was a pimp, but then I realized the whole drug thing. Anyway. Um... So Connor uh, walks up to them and the guy's just like, walk away. And I was like... He's not going to do that. But then he's got his cronies with him that attack Connor and knock him out. Quote, unquote. And he's just like, this is a weird kid. He steals his necklace and he goes, get rid of him. But not so fast. He's not actually knocked out. And he gets up and kicks all the asses. <sighs> Mm-hmm. There's lots of yep. fighting in this episode. Yeah, lots of fighting. He takes someone's ear off. Yeah, he does end up um, slamming the drug dealer on top of the rundown car car that is there, and then cuts his ear off. He goes, so he won't forget me. Okay. But he does save the girl. Uh, accidentally, well, not accidentally, he makes the... The drug dealer accidentally shoots his own dude. Because I think mm. he pulled a gun on Connor and then the girl opened the door to hit him and it moved him. And when he shot, he shot his own guy. Yeah. But anyway, so he 
does end up knocking this uh, all these guys out, cuts that guy's ear off. She steals money and the drugs from the drug dealer's jacket. Mm. And off they go. And um, I was like, always oh, for guns on these shows lately. I'm real sad. Yeah, there's a lot of guns. Uh, yeah. So we have Gru and Cordelia at the at uh, AI, and Gru is standing guard at the the portal yep, to make sure nothing gets would. out. He's a good boy. <laughs> she goes, "Is your neck stiff?" <laughs> And he's like, no, not really. I'm kind of used to this. And she starts talking about Angel or something. And he goes, I'm sure Angel has regaled you with with his many exploits. She goes, no, he tried, but I don't like listening to old stories. She goes, but they're not anything like your stories. Your stories are the best. Gru is super duper jealous. Gotta strike that ego. Gru is super jealous. He is so jealous at the moment. Yeah, he's saying... Yeah, because he's saying that Cordelia is more concerned with Angel, and he thinks that she likes Angel, and this, that, and the other. And she goes, but he needs me. And so do you. And I was like, she's going to take care of you right here, right now. Don't you worry about it. He goes, I should really pay attention to the portal. She goes, uh, he goes, what if creatures come out of the portal? And she goes, you're the only creature from another dimension that I'm interested in. I was like, mm. boy. And they start kissy-kissy, and then they get, like, struck by lightning? <laughs> Question mark? Yeah. From the yeah. portal. Yeah. That's not good. Um, and so it's getting dark, and Gun's like, should we be looking still? And someone says he's all alone in a strange world. I was like, is he, though? Is he alone? He's not alone. He's got, got a friend. Sonny. His friend, Sonny, the drug addict. So they're walking up into this um, kind of like apartment complex that like, apparently is like full of squatters. Basically. Um, she's asking him, like, how do you spend your time? Like, what do you do? And he's like, I hunt. She goes, big surprise. He really doesn't know how to be human or what humans are like or how they talk. And so he's very confused. Hmm. Um, But they go up into an apartment. It's nice and cozy. She's got drugs. And snacks. I'm there for the snacks. Yeah. Slim Jims and something that's chocolatey. Hmm. I don't know what it was. Uh, I want to say like a ho-ho type of situation. Swiss yeah. roll for anybody that doesn't know what a ho ho is. I cast don't know what any of it is. I don't know. What a you don't know what a Swiss roll is? It's like a uh, uh, sponge giggling. cake that's uh, uh, rolled with like cream. Oh, uh, yeah, we have those. I don't think they're called Swiss rolls though here. I did. I just called it Swiss roll. Yeah, I said I don't think they're called. Uh, well, what they're Swiss called? Rolls, what are they called there then? That's what I'm trying to remember. <coughs> I watched a couple uh, of. Um, Seasons of... Do you know who Adriano Zumbo is? Yes. (laughs) You were telling me about that. You're watching him when I was in America. Well, yeah, but he was on one show, and then we watched his show, which was called Just Desserts. Or Zumbo's... Yeah, Zumbo's Just Desserts. I think we watched an episode while I was there. Oh, did we? Yeah. 
Oh, well, anyway, uh, just like they would bring up like uh, dishes that are like Australian, like desserts and stuff. And I was like, oh, Oh, I tried that. I was very excited. <laughs> like pavlova so apparently, or whatever. Apparently we do call them Swiss rolls, hmm. but I just swear they're called something else as well. Oh, well. Um, well, if you ever yeah, figure it out, they're yummy. They are delicious. Yeah. But that's what I want to think that that was that she was eating that was chocolatey. Mm-hmm. Uh, she does give him different clothes and he just kind of strips down and gets dressed because he has no shame. And she offers him this chocolatey thing. And he squats down and takes a bite. And the smile after his first bite of chocolate was too cute. It's like the smirk. The smirk that we get from, like, Angel. When he's, like, yeah. trying not to smile but does. The whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and there is apple applesauce. I think, or something in a cup. And he goes, I know what this is. And he picks up the spoon. He goes, this is for eating. And she goes, uh, no, no, not really. Um, that's <laughs> for my medicine. And he goes, uh, you're sick. And, she, and I was like, actually, yes. And she goes, no, 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 not like that. This, my medicine makes me feel happy when I'm not. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh. And that's when I knew that this chick was dead by the end of the episode. Anyway, so she's just like, but let's keep eating chocolate. That'll make everything better for right now. Um, Gunn and Fred go back to AI and basically they're like, oh, shoot, what happened here? Because Gunn, uh, not Gunn, Gru and Cordelia are on the floor. Um, we, and they wake them up because they're like what happened they're like we don't know if anything came through that portal because we've been knocked out so but we're pretty sure it's fine yeah we're, we're not dead no if anything had come through that it would have killed us so obviously because we're alive that means nothing came through okay sure so um we have Connor and Sonny talking and they she kind of asks like well why are you here in LA and he goes I came here to find my father and she goes really I came here to get away from mine I was like oh so she's got daddy issues that tracks yep yep everyone can blame daddy issues well not everyone but almost anyone can blame daddy (laughs) issues yeah she she kisses on him and I was like this kid works fast dang Mm. um yep and then, like, two seconds into making out with him, she's like, I'll be right back. And I was like, oh, dang it. Oh, no. Don't go. Oh, no. Just sit there and kiss the kid. How old is he supposed yeah. to be? Do we know? Um, is he the age of consent is my only question, really. I think we do find out. In another um, episode. Yeah, but I think he's 16. I think. Mm, is the age of consent in California 16? I have no idea. doesn't really matter. I have no idea. Um, we do quickly get Wesley checking out the book. Mm. Oop. Bad idea. Um, don't, don't look at that, Wesley. Nope, don't do it. Um, we go back to Connor, like, waking up. I guess he, like, fell asleep randomly. 
And he's like, Sonny? Sonny? And he goes looking for her. And I was like, oh, please don't tell me that he finds her overdosed. Please, I don't need that in my life. But, of course, nailed it. He walks into the bathroom and she's slumped over the tub with a needle in her Mm -hmm. arm. Yep. Sorry, it makes you super duper uncomfortable. Mm. Yeah, so um, he turns around and Angel's in the doorway and Angel goes into dad mode and it's like, have you used it? Yeah. Are you okay? Super fatherly concern um, real fast. Yeah, and then once he figures out he hasn't, he's like, right, we got to go. Um He's like, I don't but, wanna. <laughs> yeah. He's being a teenager. Yeah. Connor wants to go uh, after Tyke and he's sniffing the jacket and, like, trying to get his scent. <laughs> he's a dog. He's a hunting dog. So Angel and him get into a fight. And when Angel says his name, Connor goes, no, my name is Steven. Okay. Um, cause he keeps, he keeps calling him Connor. He says, don't call me that. And I was like, he'll call you whatever the, whatever he damn well pleases. Cause he's kind of your dad. Yeah. And is Steven the name that Holtz gave him in the episode where he was taking him? Yeah. Okay. Cause I do remember um, him giving him a name. I could not remember what it was, but I figured it was Steven. Yeah. So we cut back to the Hyperion. Uh-huh. Um, earlier, Gunn and Fred had turned up and found Cordy and grew. Um, and so they've recovered consciousness. Fred has this, like, book with the beast that Connor killed. Mm-hmm. And um, they're, like, ch- going, you know, um, maybe we should go to Wesley. And Gunn's like, no, no, we will not go to Wesley. Angel said no. Just before we can have, like, a domestic dispute, Lorne shows up with Mistress Myrna. Can can I say... specializes in... Sorry. Can I just uh, quote Gru real quick? Because it was super freaking petty. He goes, Yes, we must always consider Angel. Angel is our leader. We must obey his wishes. I was like, ooh. Ooh. Ouch. Harsh. He's learning sarcasm. Love it. Anyway, but go ahead. Uh, miss, miss, mistress, mi- who? Mistress Mirna. Okay. Who is a specialist in dimensional magic. And she is driving Lorne up a freaking wall. I do love his outfit, though. I do like the trench coat whole deal he's got going on. Hmm. He's been trying to get her back here all day, but she keeps like going into different time dimensions and messing everything up. Uh. Oh, so funny. Uh, we get we go back to Connor and Angel, and Angel's like, Stephen, it's a good name, not Irish. <laughs> it's like, okay. Um, yeah, and he's telling him how he couldn't get to Quarthoth to save him, um, and Connor's like, oh, well, I found a way out. So does he, okay, at the end, we'll talk about it at the end, I guess. So put, put um, a pin in that. Um, yeah. Angel's trying to get through this, but it's so freaking difficult. 
Hmm. And Connor's like, my father told me all about you and how you killed my father's family. Show me your face that you used to kill them. Show me your other face. And keeps, like, shoving Angel. Yeah. My thing was, I thought that there was going to be, that this was going to pay off in a different way. Because seeing the vamp face when Connor was a baby calmed him down. Hmm. I thought there was going to be some kind of recognition there. But no such luck. Um, yeah, he does. He does vamp face, and he goes, "This is what this is." But I hope you'll be able to accept it. <laughs> okay. Uh. Um, but just about that time when they're gonna, you know, leave or figure out what they're what's going on. Um, what's his name? The drug dealer. Tyke. Tyke. Tyke shows up, and he's With a like. Gun. Yeah, he's like, uh, where's Sunny? And Angel goes, uh, would that be the dead girl in the bathroom? Yep. And he's like, there's no need for violence. And Ty kids him. He's like, sorry, I don't hear very well. (laughs) Yeah, because his ear's kind of gone. Um, But the police are showing up. The fuzz, as they say. I don't know if anyone Mm. says that anymore, but. I just did, so yeah. deal with it. And Tyke Ty wants the drugs back now that Sonny's dead. Yeah, does does an angel hand him what he has? Um, Isn't he like, here? Does he? I don't remember. Probably does. He's like, hey, you can have it. It's fine. Um, we go back to AI, and this blue-haired lady, I love her. Yeah. She Well, her yeah. hair's freaking pretty as all get out. But she's just like, just, I just love her. I love all these side characters. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. A tear in reality, a big cosmic no-no. Yep. Yeah, Lorne knows the best people. Mm Mm-hmm. And so she's just like, bring me the things I told you to bring. And he uh, brings her uh, goggles and Mm -hmm. a bowl full of something. And you always take precaution. Make sure to wear PPE when you do this kind of magic. It can be very messy. Did PPE just go right over your head? It probably did. Yeah. No, 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 no. Okay. Um, personal protective equipment. Yeah, I got you. Nailed it. She, I, she, she wore, yeah, she wore it. <laughs> yeah, I never, I never knew what that was before I started working at my job. So I wasn't sure how prevalent that was. Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, no, because I'm, yeah, we, we hear about it all the time because we're in employment. Oh, right. And all that. Oh, right. Well, that makes yeah. sense then. Anyway, um, I commented there's a lot of slow motion this episode because <laughs> we have the fight between Connor and, uh, Connor and Angel and the drug dealer and his cronies. Cronies. Yep. Yeah. And then yep. there's a good old fashioned shootout with police because they're there. And mm. um, shooty shooty. Ty, and they. Ty tries to use Connor as a human shield. Yeah, it doesn't work too well for him. No. Um, they, the police bust in and Angel's like, Connor, run. He goes, just, mm. just go. And. Uh, Connor goes to run, the police are in there, and they go to aim at him, and Angel gets up and takes a bullet for his kid that hates him. Mm. Right in the back. Yep. Took a bullet for his son. Yep. Um, And then the police go back out of the room. 
Oh, and yeah, he retreats because Tyke's still shooting at him. Ah, right. And then Angel and Connor jump out the window. Yep. Then they're running and running and running. And Connor's like, are you okay? And he was like, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. Mm. Let's just keep going. And then they duck behind a car because the police come around the corner. And he goes, baby, yeah. we'll just rest for a second. Yeah, like, and Angel's like, come back to the hotel. You'll be safe there. Yeah. And he's like, no, I'm not going to do that. Mm. So Angel lets him go. Yep. He's like, right, I'm not going to push it. Yep. And he goes, you're not alone. You know that, right? And he goes, I know. <laughs> I was like, very interesting. And he goes off and he's running down like a um, side street or alley or yeah. something. And uh, fucking Holtz yep. is there. And he calls him yep. father, which bleh. Um, so Holtz is here, and yeah, he that's, old. that's great, because this is what I needed in my life. I'm annoyed. You're annoyed. Yeah, Holtz is here, and he's Connor's father, and the whole thing. <laughs> yep. yep. So, that's why you're annoyed, because Holtz. Yes. But okay. Um, uh, I put the pin in this earlier, and now we're taking the pin out. Um, d- so Connor doesn't. So does Connor think that Angel's his dad? No. Yeah. So Connor knows that Angel is his biological father. Okay. But he sees Holtz as his dad because he, you know. Right. Raised him and looked after him. And all okay. That. Because I got confused because they said in the beginning of the episode, did he even really say, hi, dad, or did he say, you're dead? Yeah. There's they a brought, whole debate on what he said. Yeah. They brought that up. And then when uh, he said he came to LA looking for his dad, I didn't know if he meant looking for Angel or if Holtz came before him and he's looking for Holtz and he actually thinks Holtz is his real dad. I was very confused. There were were some weird things going on in this episode. So, okay. So he knows Angel is his biological dad. Uh, He thinks Holtz is his father. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Well, not cool, but... got it? Yeah, I got it. (laughs) Okay. So... International titles. We have A New World and A New World. Lame. You guys suck. <laughs> but every that, that consistent. <laughs> every time I thought about this episode, I just want to start singing the Aladdin song. <laughs> Thank I you. I can't sing at all. <laughs> That's what you get. Okay. Um, your rating for this episode? Um, I wasn't sure how I felt about this episode, really, um, throughout the entirety of it. Mm. Um, there were parts of me really uncomfortable, and then I'm just kind of annoyed that Holtz is back. But I think overall, it had a good flow to it. And I gave it a nine and a half. I also gave it a nine and a half. It had a good flow. 
Um, there's a lot going on. Um, yeah, I don't know why it just doesn't quite hit. Like, I find it a bit of an information dump episode with a lot of fight scenes to break that up. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, your favorite moment? My favorite moment. I think it's blue haired lady getting rid of the reality tear. <laughs> Mine is Connor in the hotel before the girl ODs, like just when he's like discovering snacks and stuff. Oh, that's good too. But I like the blue haired um, lady. Yes, yes, I know. I know you do. I have a friend who's got blue hair. <laughs> just saying. And I, I dyed my hair red, as I told you. There is a girl that I see walking around work sometimes. She works in the R&D department of my uh, work. And a lot <coughs> of... No, no problem. A lot of the people that work in the R&D department have, like, white lab coats. She has a tie-dye lab coat, which is, oh, yes. like, in rainbow colors. And she, like, wears cowboy boots. And she's just kind of the coolest person ever. And she for a while had blue hair but it's since dyed it I think red or something and I'm just like you're mm. kind of the coolest person ever I've never yeah, actually said that to is. her but I kind of want to you should just just do it maybe someday um so your character shout out oh man um I I guess I'm gonna shout out Connor cause He's dealing with a lot of things this week. See, I'm shouting out Angel because he's dealing with a lot of things this week. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure Sunny was his first kiss and then she went and OD'd. So hmm. there's that. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, and Angel's just having a rough time. Like, he's suddenly reunited with his kid who he'd just, like, an episode before written off. Mm-hmm. Um... Alrighty, so next week's episode's called Benediction. Isn't a benediction a prayer? Uh, I thought it was a blessing at the end of Mass. Uh, two seconds. I never went to a Mass, but I think, like, when you're, when you have, like, a program for something and there is, like, prayer involved, I think they call it a benediction. Yeah, yeah, so the, uh, so the utterance of a blessing at the end of a religious service or... A prayer asking for divine blessing. Okay. Um, I think... Dang, I really don't know. But um, I think we're going to have... I think Wesley's going to give in to Wolfram and Hart. So he's going to go work for them? Yeah. Um... And I think that, I think this is mostly going to be centered around Wesley and Wolfram and Hart. Hmm. Um, not really sure what prayer has to do with it, because I'm pretty sure they're not Christian. Well, I guess other other religions pray. <laughs> I'm just trying to th work through this, because I hadn't, I didn't know what the episode yeah. titles were for next week. Um... <laughs> You didn't ask me. I did not. And you didn't offer them either. <laughs> um, uh, I think Wesley's going to go work from Wolfram to Heart. I think it's mostly going to be centered around him. And it's just going to be him struggling with what he's about to do. I think. Okay. Yep. 
cute. We shall see <coughs> what happens. We we haven't seen much of Wesley lately, so it'll be good to have a Wesley-centric episode. I think he is just... Okay, so when he first showed up in Buffy, I thought he was a nerd, because he is. But his look now? I'm digging it. Like the, the scruff... And the whole he's not he's not wearing glasses anymore, is he? Uh, he went contacts. No. He must have, yeah. I don't think I've seen him with glasses. Or he's just not wearing them because he's at home. Also true. But <laughs> like in the the no glasses, the scruff, the whole thing. I'm like, hmm, Wesley, mm. you doing it? So do you? Th- so you think he'll become a bad guy? Oh yeah. He's been scorned. So. <laughs> um, right, you know then. how they say hell hath no oh. fury like a woman scorned. Yeah. Wolf from your heart hath no fury like Wesley scorned. So there you go. <laughs> right. <coughs> Ugh. Stupid coughing. It's really big. It's really okay. Um, I guess we're going to wrap up the episode. So yes. since, since uh, Mel is probably going to die from coughing, I will go ahead and do this for her. If you want to get in contact with us, we have a Facebook um, at MM Podcast Network. We have a Twitter at MMP Network. You can visit our website, mmpodcastnetwork.com. You can also reach out to us individually on Twitter. Mel is at Mel Bickett, and I am at Rissa Rue 312 You should rate and review us on iTunes. And, and email. Oh, yeah. And you should email us at, sorry, I don't do this a lot, um, mmpodcastnetwork at gmail.com. And, with, and we will slay you later. 